ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of The Grateful Show. I hope you're doing fantastic, and with your help, lately, our podcast has actually reached 1,000 views. My name is Bogdan, and this is... Pascu. How are you doing, guys? So again, today, we're going to have another episode where we discuss quotes. So without any further ado, uh, please, Pascu, go ahead with the first quote. Right, so I actually selected three quotes that I believe to be very, very deep in meaning, whilst uh, on the other side you've selected quotes we've been either posting or are going to post on our page. Exactly, so we're just going to select the most, uh, the deepest, let's say the deepest quotes that we're going to find on the internet. We're going to try to post them as well, but we're going to try to be original in the same time with the posts that we are posting on our Instagram, GratefulAware. And uh, besides that, we're going to just discuss the quotes that we have there, so you guys will just have a better understanding about them. So, uh, Pascu, go ahead. What's the first one? Uh, one thing only I know, and that is that I don't know. Yeah, most probably it's one of the... The author most probably is from ancient Greece or yeah. something like that, isn't <laughs> it? Socrates. Socrates, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like something that you hear and you know that it's something extremely deep and it's from that era. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think it means? Well, it is very deep, again because we tend to know less if we learn more. So the more we learn, the more we understand that there is so much that we have to learn. We don't have right now in our reality the, um, the lifespan to be able to actually learn everything. Yeah, I feel like it's um, a acknowledgement to himself and to everyone who believes in the code, uh, an acknowledgement to basically be vulnerable in, in the face of like death and actually recognize the fact that there is so much that you will never be able to actually discover and mm -hmm. learn about mm -hmm. so even if you consider yourself as, as an expert in like one field or another uh, there's always like so much more mm -hmm. out there that you will never be able to even like uh, grab not not necessarily understand or explore Mm -hmm. But talking about knowledge, I have recently read a quote, it's from the Stoic uh, period, from the period that all this movement with Stoicism began, and it's you have to know one thing extremely good, and you have to know almost everything, but just a little bit of everything, because you're not going to be able to know everything again. So it is quite important, because now basically we are talking about knowledge it is very important because you have to know how you can actually help the others and you have to have like a very strong pillar that you're gonna build all your life or your career towards and you have to know a little bit about everything so when you're actually judging something or when you're making assumptions to actually understand that maybe one thing can be something else as well not necessarily how you see it and to learn how to put things into perspective yes i feel like having that base general knowledge mm -hmm. uh, allows you to have the actual awareness mm -hmm. around things. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, now with everything that is going on with uh, uh, the Black Lives Matter movement, like there are a lot of people that actually lack the awareness to actually comprehend, understand, mm -hmm. perceive and judge mm -hmm. what is going on. How can I help? Uh, is this good? Is this bad? How can I have an impact? How can I change something? Yeah, so, true. yeah, general knowledge is definitely like more than necessary. You want to go with the next quote? Yeah, so we have here, 
the one we have posted on our page, which is who you are inside is what helps you make and do everything in life. How would you approach it? Yeah, I think we we kind of discussed this topic uh, in episode 37 when we dived like a lot into like reality and the universe and everything. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing about how we create our own reality, how we create our own reality and the fact that um, thoughts become things in a sense that whatever you think of materializes in a way or another in your real life. So, for example, reading the quote again, who you are inside is what helps you make and do everything in life. Uh, It basically tells you that as long as you don't heal yourself and as long as you don't know yourself and as long as you are not true to yourself, you'll never actually be able to make great things Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the outside world, in the exterior, in what we call life. Mm -hmm. What do you think of it? Yeah, I totally agree. I truly believe, I mean, I truly believe that all our reality, like we discussed, it's only created by ourselves. So obviously you cannot control everything. And there may be some situations, some circumstances where you can only control how you react towards the things that are happening. Sometimes to you, sometimes for you, it really depends how you see it. But most of the times we really see the world, how we perceive that we are inside and how we perceive that the world should be. Yeah. Because, for example, if you think that you are not good, you're not sufficient for one thing, then most probably the outcome from that thing that you believe that's going to happen is going to happen exactly how you think that is going to manifest. Yeah, I think Miruna, one of our most recent guests, has uh, has touched on this and she was saying something like, you'll only be loved as much as you think you deserve love, something like that. So mm-hmm. if, you, if you perceive and believe yourself to only be capable to receive a certain amount of love, if that mm-hmm. can be measured, mm-hmm. uh, that's all the love that you're actually going to get. And I think it applies with money as well. If mm-hmm. you believe that you are worth a thousand dollars well you're not gonna receive more than a thousand dollars yeah yeah true and i believe that the problem the problem is most of the times we just underestimate ourselves how much we can do how much we are worth how much we can actually achieve in life because obviously the society is just guiding us unfortunately towards uh, like a self-doubting uh yeah exactly yeah exactly it just tells us how much we should get from something and how much should we get on life and on what should we focus on our attention and again you have to have like a certain general knowledge to understand that you can actually have more and you can be more that you currently are yeah quite deep this one uh what's the next one if you thought that was deep (laughs) the only good is knowledge and the only evil is ignorance I mean, this one really correlates a lot with the first one we had, because Mm -hmm. obviously it is about knowledge again. And we're just going to repeat the quote again, if you can. The only good is knowledge and the only evil is ignorance. Well, in my opinion, before you judge something, you have to, to see things from the person who is trying, who you are trying to argue with. Or we are trying to judge or not necessarily a person but a thing or a movement or i don't know anything anything in life 
So you have to put yourself into that position, into that time, and only by doing that you will understand why someone acted or reacted in a certain way. And only by knowing that you can actually be able and you can be in the position to not ignore their argument, not ignore how they are thinking, not ignore like the movement. And obviously it is more deeper than this explanation, but this is what I believe that we should be focusing to actually apply in our day-to-day -day lives. I think it's worth mentioning, um, uh, I heard this, I listened to parts of like how to win friends and influence people, mm -hmm. one of the best books out there. Yeah. Dolly Carnegie was explaining how one of the best strategies to calm someone who is mad or who's angry or who's going berserk on you is to actually tell them something along those lines hey look i know how you're feeling and if i was to be in your shoes i would mm -hmm. probably act the same way oh, as you do yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like the same thing it's like putting yourself as you said in someone's position therefore the quote again is the only good is knowledge and the only evil is ignorance why is it evil because when you don't put yourself in someone else's shoes, you only think about your story, mm -hmm. your interests, your benefits, mm -hmm. and your outcome. Mm -hmm. Whilst if you put yourself in the other person's shoes and you understand how they perceive you and the world and what their needs are and what the problems are, well, that's not evil anymore because you think of them as well while striking you of yourself at the same time. Yeah, but we, like, as people, we only tend to be selfish because it's the only way we... It helped us evolve yeah. and be in this position right now. But fortunately, or unfortunately, it really depends how you see it. The world is really changing and we have the same brain that our ancestors had 50,000 years ago. So nothing much has changed and we basically are forced to change. And I mean, you can only understand someone if you truly put yourself into their position because... I believe that there is a certain way of love when you put yourself into that position of that person. And only by doing that you can actually know what to say, how to react and how to not react only selfish because obviously everybody has intention. But when you have an intention and you are basically satisfying the other person's intention as well, it's not going to be necessarily just a selfish thing. It's going to be I mean, you mutual. Could say, <laughs> with the selfish thing, I think it's very funny. Gary Vaynerchuk keeps saying, like, you could say that making my mother or my parents happy is selfish because if I see them happy, I'm going to be happy myself. So you can think yeah. of that as being something selfish. Everything can be selfish in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, literally everything. I could say, uh, uh, I really want to give you a gift, but maybe it's just selfish because I want to see you being happy receiving my gift. It's, it's all about the interest. Yeah. If someone just meets both interests, both sides' interests, basically, that's not going to be selfish anymore. Yeah, that's sales 101. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is quite far from the quote we have here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. So the next quote is going to be, every bad situation will have something positive. Even a dead clock shows the correct time twice a day. This is one of the quotes we have posted this week on um, our Instagram page. And I believe that it is quite true. I mean, obviously, we believe that it's true because otherwise we're not going to post the, <laughs> <laughs> the things yeah. on, on our social media. But yeah, you 
the thing is that even though you think that one situation is extremely bad, you have to reassess and you have to think about what you could have done in order to have a better income, but you have always to take the positive from it. This is just like learning from failure. This is just like understanding that not everything is bad. I feel like good. it's very it's very uh, misleading to name things as positive or negative as much as we yeah. as people tend to do. So I feel like it's taking away so much. Yeah. And I feel like if you ask someone, if you ask a successful person, like it's going to be more than obvious what made you progress and what made you learn and what made you evolve more, mm -hmm. the success that you had or the failures. Mm hmm and I mean, it's obvious that the failures did so. But yeah. like in that present moment, when you are in the arena, when you have to fight with a certain situation, obviously it feels very tough and you're like, oh my God, I, I really don't like this situation. Both success and failure, I believe, that just play a really, really big role in someone's our journey. role. Yes, yeah. someone's journey. Because basically, if you think about it, the success is just the part where you are getting more and more motivated, more driven. Whilst from the failures, when you are down, this is when you have to control yourself and to learn and to reassess and to know what you can do in order to be more successful. You get even more driven and more motivated by the failures. That's how it should be. Yeah, depends. it should. Yeah, it really depends how you think because everybody's just so every bad situation will have something positive. Yeah, well, I think we discussed that, and even a dead clock always shows the correct time twice a day. Yeah, 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 because. Even if the clock stays in the same place, basically just the time passes. And let's say that the clock stops at half two. Twice a day, a.m. and p.m. is going to exactly. be half two, no exactly. matter what. Yeah. So even though like most of the time it's not going to show the correct time, twice a day is going to show the correct time. So you have to think positive. This is how you think positive. Mm -hmm. I believe that this is like the most hardcore situation yeah, where you can put yourself. Yeah, it's forcing it very much. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. I've got another one here. The happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. Again, this correlates a lot with the second one, the yeah. second quote we had. But yeah, what you think is what will manifest in your life. So the more positive you think, the more happy you're going to be and the more positive your life is going to be. Because as we spoke, again, if you think you are worth something and if you think that something is like this much or that much that much you're gonna feel or that much is gonna just like manifest in yeah, your life because you only open yourself to a certain amount of i don't know pleasure a certain amount of yeah income a certain amount of love yeah so yeah i feel like we are the only ones that put the limitations i i'm not saying there's no limitation on stuff but like usually in most cases we are the ones that are limiting ourselves mm -hmm. from feeling perceiving, uh, encountering, receiving anything in life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, and you can, you can always be whoever you want to be in life. Right, so the next quote we do have, again, it's been on our Instagram page. Life becomes more meaningful when you realize the simple fact that you'll never get the same moment twice. Again, very deep, and I believe that if you're gonna just put all this quote into one word, it's gonna be present. So you gotta be present. The more present you are, the more you're gonna enjoy life, and you're gonna realize that, okay, okay, I'm doing this, even though it's good or it's bad, or even though you feel happy or sad in that moment, it's gonna pass. So you're never gonna experience that 
again. Maybe you're going to experience something which is going to be similar. You don't know, but you're not going to have exactly the same experience. That's why you got to be grateful and got to be present for every single moment that you have. Completely agree. And I feel like we tend to never be present. I was actually listening to a very interesting and philosophical book uh, called uh, An Age of Anxiety from Alan Watts this morning. And he was referring to the concepts of past and future and how us as people are, are both blessed and cursed having unconsciousness uh, whilst all the, all the other animals don't have any consciousness. So this brings both good and evil. Uh, it allows us to perceive time differently. Mm -hmm. It allows us to plan, but at the same time, we are doomed to like an age of anxiety, basically the title of the book, because once you can perceive the future as being something that it's about to come, mm -hmm. you start getting anxious about it. You start uh, basically running different scenarios in your head about how it might go wrong, how mm -hmm. it might not go as good as you are planning it to go. And on the other side, uh, a lot of other people, if are not doing this, or if they are not uh, living in the future as much, a lot of people are living in the past a lot. Like, literally, I'm talking about uh, um, childhood traumas, I'm talking about mm -hmm. past experience that disappointed them, I'm talking about mm -hmm. uh, past experience where they were doubting themselves, therefore they doubt themselves in the, in the current present. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the whole concept and the whole point uh, he was trying to make in that, that chapter was that let's say that right now you are trying, you are planning for next week's food because you have to eat, right? Um, but right now you have food and you are not enjoying it. And when next week comes, instead of enjoying that next week uh, per se food, you're going to think about the week after mm -hmm. and you're never going to actually enjoy the food that you have. Mm -hmm, that, that you are eating right now. Yeah, that doesn't mean that you don't have to plan. Obviously, we are people, we have to plan in advance, but at the same time, you got to be present and actually enjoy the food that you have now. And I'm seeing food that can correlate with any experience, any, any anything that you live in Definitely. the present moment. Yeah, I totally agree. And I believe that everything that is happening right now, it's happening because basically we tend to get the reward nowadays in the future. Whilst in the past, the only difference was, again, the brain is still the same, how it was 50,000 years ago, 100,000 year, years ago. And we were only focusing on the present or on the short future, like not a distant future, yeah. just like for a couple of days because yeah, you, you had to eat. Yeah, you were thinking about what you're going to hunt today or tomorrow. Exactly. And when you, like, for example, hunted something, when you had like a prey, you were eating and you were just eating as much as you could just in order to be safe for the next couple of yeah. days let's yeah. say for example it's like animals yeah exactly like yeah, animals. and like with animals if they have he was explaining alan once was was going into this uh topic where if a cat or a dog has food ha has a place to like sleep and it's healthy like there's nothing more they want really <laughs> Yeah, this Do is they how, seek any like pleasure. This or? is how we are right now as humans as well as people as well. I mean, if we have the basic needs, like if we have a shelter, if we have good food, if we have uh, I don't know, maybe sufficient amount of money so they can actually satisfy our pleasures, like something I don't know. It really depends where you live. Yeah. If you have like the sexual life, a good sexual life, you're just gonna be settled. 
So you're not going to be striving for more because it's extremely easy just to be here in your comfort zone. Yeah, you see, it's like, ah, it's a double-edged sword. At the same time, you want to be present and you want to be happy with everything, mm -hmm. but not settled. Yeah, so let's move into the next quote. Which is, as cliche as it sounds, we do not grow when things are easy. We just grow when things are difficult. And again, we just discussed this one a bit earlier because obviously progress, it's a really, really big part from your achievement but you can only progress when you are in a really bad situation when you're in a wrong place yeah it's not like it's a wrong place sort of bad situation this is like so annoying i don't know it annoys me a lot well this is a vocabulary that it's people like, will have yeah. to actually like yeah. hear to understand yeah like and i feel like this is intentionally put this way because otherwise people will not understand it and will yeah. not relate to it hence mm why we are discussing those quotes and we, we hope that you guys are getting some value out of it. I feel like rather than calling it like a bad time or a difficult situation, just call it a challenge. It's uncomfort. Seek uncomfort in order to grow. If you are in your comfort zone, you'll never be able to go to the next level because you'll always be at the same base point. Yeah, it's just about perspective. It's just about how you perceive things. Because like someone who has like a really entrepreneurial mind and who has gone through a lot understands like most of the successful people just say that basically they are creating these quotes because that's from where everything comes. And it for for them it's just like the norm. And yeah. the norm is like when they are in a bad, quote to quote bad situation. They're excited. Yeah, they're excited. <laughs> okay, okay, so now I'm growing. Yeah, let's do it. You know, this this should be the mentality that you everybody has to have in order to achieve what they want. But some people just like to settle again. So it's not good or bad. I mean, someone has to do it as well. Someone has to put your gherkins on your McDonald's burger. As, as bad as this sounds again, but someone has to do it, unfortunately. I mean, as long as they find joy in that and they are passionate about it and they don't have any like... I don't know, frustrations and regrets, that's completely fine, like they won. Yeah, exactly, yeah. That's not good, that's not bad, again, because it's really hard to be all the time and to start from top, from the top. It's really hard to start, to start from the top. Everybody has to start from, some, from somewhere. And only if you were really, let's say, lucky, even in those... Yeah, privilege is better, yeah. If you are privileged to actually have, like, to be born in a rich family, with extremely good parents and a lot of people around you that will actually help you understand what's good, quote-unquote bad in life and when what you should pursue happen? or not. Well, it's really, it's very unlikely how many people, I mean, I, I don't know anybody. No, I don't know anybody either because if their parents had money, they had no time. If they had no time, the kids got no good education. Mm -hmm. So... It's very rare the case where they have everything. Mm. And even when someone, let's say, is privileged to be born in a rich family, they're not going to understand how it is to actually not yeah. have the money because yeah. you will always want more and more. But when you have nothing, you will understand the difference between having and, and not having. having. Yeah. Yeah. And if you come back to the moment that you didn't have anything, you're going to be more grateful for the things that you have, even though that what you have is not necessarily what you want at that moment. Because we always want more. But that's another topic. Yeah. Right. I really... We're going to discuss the next quote. I really like this one. Because it has like a very personal touch as well. And is everyone has a friend during each stage of life. 
but only lucky ones have the same friend in all stages of life. And I will, I really feel like most people will just be categorized in the first part of the quote. Everybody, everyone has a friend during each stage of life because it's, it's I don't know with you, but it's extremely hard to have like the same person in your life from the moment you are a kid very to unlikely. the moment, yeah, it's very unlikely, to the moment you're gonna die. I mean, there are those friendships which just started when, like, you've seen movies or extremely rare cases. <laughs> movies. <laughs> movies, yeah, because <laughs> in the movies everything is possible, that's what I'm saying. When someone just, like, has a really good friend, when he was a kid, and then they just grow up together, they just die together and all that. It's extremely rare. No car accident. <laughs> <laughs> How fortunate. <laughs> well, I want to... I want to discuss the, the code because I feel like it relates a lot to the current times, but at the same time, I feel like it's very wrong to think in this way. <laughs> because if you think how we used to live years and years ago, we used to have like been those tribes, right? Like uh, I believe there were like 15 to 50 people, not more than 50, uh, small little tribes. And then there was a bigger tribe that they were part of and you're growing into that tribe and like for the most part you would be part of the tribe throughout your life like you would get born there you'll be uh living your childhood around the people mm -hmm. in your tribe and you basically know the same people throughout your life yeah but and you're gonna have the best a best friend a person who is like the closest to you which i believe right. is like the cool right person. right and uh back then once you made those relationships, even if you were to like leave the tribe, you would not go that far away, uh, both geographically and like also like mentally, uh, to like literally leave them and like find other friends. Oh, whilst, oh, oh, okay. whilst in today's society, like there's so much opportunity and abundance and things to try and to do that like it's very very difficult to actually find a person yeah, that's true. that you can actually call a friend which is another topic for another time uh, that sticks with you throughout mm -hmm. your journey because like first and foremost people are different we are all different no matter how good you are uh, friends with someone uh, we are all different at, this, uh, at the end of the day and like events happen like today in today's society more things happen than they used to happen like even 100 years ago mm -hmm. like you could get an email and it could change your life you could move into another uh house you could move into like another city get a new job like things happen way way at a way faster pace in today's society and, and I we have like, a lot of change as well nowadays. yeah and i feel like as much as that's good it's bad as well for the actual friendships you have that to adapt yeah but actually, um, we just have posted this Monday podcast, and it is about loneliness. And basically, when I have done the research for that specific episode, I've learned the fact that about 40 years ago, the uh, one average person had three friends, and now they only have two friends. So basically, that's why we feel lonelier and lonelier. And I know it is a bit far from the quote because it is about just like that no, specific not. friend. Like, not because obviously we know, like during a lifespan, we get to know a lot of people. But we are just talking about like the closest friend that you're going to have, the closest person that you're going to have in your life in a certain period of your life. So, for example, 
if I'm gonna ask you what was the closest person that you had when you were like 50, most probably you're not gonna be the same person that is gonna be now. No, and that's who, purely yeah. because I changed, and maybe that person changed as well, but yeah. we didn't change together, which is absolutely okay. Yeah. Like so everything normal. comes with change because you have more places. Before, like you said, because everything was going on more or less in the same place, you couldn't like change that much. So you have to have basically the same person even though you yeah. like it or not which is bad in a way because there is not much opportunity for you because back then if you didn't like something you had to have the choice necessarily to change it you just have to stick yeah. to it because you have to stay in the same environment basically. yeah and now just with the good fact that you can choose what is for you and what you like and what you don't like it it is a bit harder to actually stick to the things that you truly would like to have because sometimes when you change one thing, something that you wouldn't want to change is going to change with that thing as well. Such as? I think our audience needs some more... Basically, let's say that right now I am in London, right? And I have, for example, you, which are, you are my best friend. But now, because I want to change the city, I really want to change the city because there are a lot more opportunities, let's say in, I don't know, New York. Yeah. I want to change New York and you don't want to change New York and you're going to stay here. I'm going to actually be there in New York, like in the place that I desire, but I'm going to lose you. So like something comes oh, yeah. and something goes. Yeah, it's compromise. Yeah, it's, yeah. exactly. It's compromise. Yeah, life is about trade-offs. Yeah. Right. The next quote that we're going to discuss, which is the last one, and it's a very cheesy one and it's a very deep one. And it is, it is about love. This is how I see it. It's the shortest distance between two people is a smile. I'm not sure whether it's that much about love, because I feel like it's it refers to like people getting to know each other for the first time, or is it not? That's how I see it. Like the shortest distance between two people that don't know each other, it's a smile. Yeah, it's not about the shortest distance between strangers. It's it's the shortest distance between two people. So it's a lot, but it's about people in general. I would say. Yeah, well, if 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 it's not about strangers, then yeah, I I can see it being about love, and yeah, it's just emphasizing with each other because I think that's what smiling basically brings you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just makes you like closer, and you just like make the other person understand that you are only there with good intentions. Yeah, and everything starts with a smile because basically this is how. From that smile, from the moment that you smile, I mean, let's say that I meet someone, like a, an old friend, and before I even speak to the, to him, like... You tell him how you feel about exactly, the fact that you're meeting Exactly. Him. Your body posture, your facial expressions, and with the facial expression come with a, sm come with a smile, and the first thing that you're going to actually look at one person, it's their face. So if you're going to see like a positive face, which means... A positive face obviously it's like a smile everything yeah. will start from that smile yeah I don't even have to actually talk with each other yeah to feel that connection mm -hmm. that is still there mm -hmm. seeing a, like an old friend as you said yeah right so with that being said thank you again guys for listening to this episode I really hope you got a lot of value from it and um, if you have any codes that you want us to actually discuss uh, more than welcome to send them uh, via Instagram mm -hmm. at Grateful Aware. Actually, we had some quotes uh, from you guys, which we have posted. I don't know exactly which one they are, but we're going to make sure that for the next episodes, uh, we're going to say the name of the person who sent us the quote. 
as well because some of them are really really good i believe this one with the shortest distance between the two people is a smile uh came from one of our uh listeners mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which was quite amazing and we're really grateful for that and uh, just make sure if you really enjoyed this episode to leave us a five-star review if you're listening on itunes and uh if not you can only share with your friends on or on your social media this episode it doesn't matter what platform you you use just it really helps us if you're gonna share yeah, it. you can share us on tiktok we don't mind <laughs> yeah exactly like definitely not on pornhub please <laughs> <laughs> right so again thank you so much for listening uh and until next time please stay grateful this is bogdan this is pascu and we'll see you guys in the next one take care Thank you.